My teepee for a camera, Welcome whispered. Something historical was happening. He could just feel it. It was as if something monumental in Chinese-American relations was taking place, and Welcome intuitively understood that his destiny was part of this. It was at this exact moment that his extremely sensitive ears caught the first flutter of small wings, not unlike the ignored warning of a tremor preceding a horrible earthquake. There was not time to react. All anyone could do was gawk, helplessly marveling at the speed of the demon chicken as it blurred past Welcome's right ear more like a killer hawk than a simple chicken. General Chiang Kai-shek had no time to put up a defense. The demon chicken struck him in the chest with both razor-sharp talons, gripping onto the brilliant red coat with uncommon tenacity. It worked on General Kai-shek like an enraged woodpecker, pecking small, painful holes in the brilliant red coat with furious speed. The general screamed obscenities in Chinese as he flailed hysterically. The white horse rose up on its hind legs, its huge brown eyes bulging in utter terror. Po Chin's leather-faced uncle ran forward, chattering in a strange harmony with the demon chicken that appeared to be an effort of communication with the foul fowl. The wild-eyed white stallion came down on all fours, twirled and rose up again more violently, flinging the general backwards through the air in a remarkably acrobatic 360-degree flip. Somehow, the demon chicken held on to the flying general with its angry talons. Their landing was literally and physically broken by poor Uncle Po Chin. It was at once obvious that the crunching sound, like dried twigs underfoot, was Uncle Po's ribcage, while the crisp, clean snap was a tibia or fibula. Uncle Po Chin let loose a mournful wail that seemed to remain at the same irritating pitch for a solid 45 seconds, adding to the terrible cacophony of excruciating pandemonium all around. The crowd oohed and awed in unison. General Chiang Kai-shek's big white horse rose up again on its hind legs, whinnying in terror as it spun, and suddenly deposited a gallon's worth of saffron-colored refuse on the crotch area of the general's lovely cream-colored riding trousers. The chattering villagers paused to groan as a group in disgust. Too much corn in his diet, Welcome George observed. Farnsworth grabbed the Navajo by the arm with a pincer-like grip. What? 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 Dung is too yellow. Horse needs more variety. Hamilton glanced at Welcome, slightly annoyed at having his attention diverted from the vicious, squawking but highly entertaining attack. The crowd of onlookers moaned and grumbled, faces wincing and heads bobbing like fight fans. The white stallion kicked up a cloud of dust as he whinnied, stomping about, out of control. The general's personal guards shouted useless orders at each other and at everyone else as their horses began to prance nervously near panic. Two soldiers actually took aim at the chicken, but instantly surmised that the general would certainly be filled with deeper and larger holes than he had already suffered from the demon chicken. The fiendish fowl pranced in a small circle on Kaishek's chest, lifting his talons victoriously the way a small, feathered, lipazon stallion might march. 
It paused, looking left and right alertly before inflicting an almost vindictive and definitive peck, tearing one last piece of flesh from General Sheck's throat before fluttering onto the white stallion where it posed proudly on the saddle. The demon chicken's head swiveled back and forth, surveying the chaos. A row of armed soldiers, still on horseback, quickly took aim at the evil creature. Uncle Po Chin, still under the full weight of the semi-conscious general, gave out an agonizing cry of suffering from his crushed ribs. The general appeared content to remain in that position for a moment, trying to regain his senses much the way a boxer does after being pummeled to the mat. Poor Uncle Po Chin was not quite as content. Uncle Poe let out with one last terrible shriek reminiscent of the horrible screech that enemy soldiers made when hit by flamethrowers. The scream startled the general into a sitting position, resting atop Uncle Poe's broken ribcage.